It's Mac and Andy after the show, episode 42. And today I have uh, mystery meat, a cheap date, and pool season. Ooh, I've got the worst thing ever for Gen Z. <laughs> uh, something about national customer uh, rage survey that kind of was surprising to me. And a lady that won the lottery that's trying to stay anonymous. Okay, uh, it's a mystery in Los Angeles about food. Now, according to the LA Times, that's the newspaper there, I think, uh, all the residents of Highland Park Street in L.A. are getting multiple Uber Eats deliveries that they didn't order. Mm. Somebody's paying for them, obviously, because don't you have to pay in advance for Uber Eats? I think so. Yeah. So many of the meals are coming from McDonald's, Starbucks. You get a shamrock shake or a latte here and there, maybe a sandwich. Now, one family said they had over 40 unsolicited deliveries in two weeks. A lot. But no one's asking them to pay. They're just getting food dropped Yeah. <laughs> they're just getting free food. The drivers don't have much information because they're just, you know, they get the order and they drop it off, right? Because everything's paid on your phone. Yeah. Uh, Uber Eats Corporate says they're taking action against certain accounts. The unwanted who done it is ongoing with no answers in sight. Well, I have all kinds of questions, but you won't have answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, never. Can't they track the phone numbers? I mean, right? They would be able to. Yeah. If I wonder if it's the same person. If somebody's paying for it, I mean, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I mean, send some free food no, this way. No, but it would be annoying if you constantly had food dropped off at your house. I mean, you you, you can only use so much and then. That's true. <laughs> then I mean, what are you going to do with it? Keep throwing it away. It's a waste. If somebody kept sending me. Say Brussels sprouts, I would be ticked off. Listen, my mother-in-law has this issue, and it's not with Uber Eats, but Amazon, I think, she keeps getting someone else's deliveries. Oh. And she tells the driver, but they don't care because, you know, they did their, this is where it was supposed to be, and you have it, and I can't take it from you. I can't do anything else with it. All I can do is deliver it. Um, So she went out of her way to track down the person she knows who they are and they don't want to come and get it so she keeps getting wow <laughs> i wonder if it's, she does, had a whole if... shed in her backyard full of boxes for this one particular person that's mail orders kept getting sent to her was it house. clothes mm, a lot of time it was just like gatorade stuff like that hey Okay. It was like a mystery boxes. Let's see what's in this one. <laughs> I don't like, know. It's like, why would you order something and then just let it go to someone else? It's like Christmas every day. Yeah. You know, hey, but look it, what I got. I mean, what, it what, gets what, annoying what, after a while. I can <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> hey, listen, keep sending me free stuff. And as soon as it gets annoying, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, give it a big thumbs down. Gen Zers are giving a thumbs down in traffic saying it's like receiving a real life dislike. And to them... Sorry, that was my computer. Uh, to them, that's more of an insult than, like, it's so hurtful. Really? <laughs> Boy. <you> can... <laughs> no, that's according to this. I'm Some Gen Zers are probably out there going, what? But anyway, yeah, they, they find it, that's the super way of saying, I really dislike that or you for doing that. Really? A big thumbs down. And it made me think, I saw this lady who is um, a Gen Xer, and she's Mm -hmm. the boss. And she was talking about how she works with her younger 
coworkers. Right. Um, and, you know, she listens to what they have to say and she finds it very in- interesting, just like I do, like the thumbs down thing. Oh, okay, that's really an insult to, to some Gen Zers. So is the ellipsis. What is that? Remember the dot, dot, dot? Oh, yeah. When you're like, you kind of like run on sentence or you, you you just just like I just did there. Dot, (laughs) dot, dot. Uh, (laughs) Well, uh, a lot of Gen Xers use that dot, 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 the the ellipsis. And and the Gen Zers are like, what the heck is this? What does it mean? And then they get really worried. Like they did something wrong. If they see that in an email, they interpret it different. So they're waiting for something to come down about after it or, or they're just really worried that they did wow. something wrong. I mean, this is the feedback that this lady was getting and sharing on TikTok is that, Oh, this is what I'm learning from my, um, my employees. You know, if, if uh, they get a negative thing on an email to them, it's that like a nightmare, like, Oh my gosh, I did something really bad. Wow. And, <laughs> but you know, to the boss, the Gen Xer, she's thinking, no, not really. No, just, you know. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, I just think that's interesting. So not only do you, you need to kind of watch what you say, but. <laughs> uh, I, I get, I, I, Cisco Niebuhr would have a big problem these days if they were still around. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Let's not even talk about the middle finger. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> listen, still, the, the middle finger still, you know, king over here. <laughs> From where I'm sitting, you Everybody know, you give me the middle finger, I know exactly me. what you're thinking. And definitely don't do that at work. But. No, no, no. You don't want to do that. <laughs> Maybe that means you're number one now with the Gen Xers or Gen Zers. I don't know. I'm so out of the loop. Uh, German women can now swim topless in Berlin's public pools. Finally. I know. I know. (laughs) And and you're thinking, finally, because it's on equal footing. That's exactly why they can. A woman filed a complaint back in 22 because a lifeguard asked her to cover her chest while swimming in a public pool. Mm -hmm. She said she was a victim of discrimination. A similar complaint was filed after an incident at a water park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My son's going, where's that water park? Uh, <laughs> the, gov- yeah. the government acknowledged the complaints and now allows women to swim topless. They released a statement saying, as a result of a successful discrimination complaint, the Berlin bathing establishments, meaning pools, will in the future apply their house and bathing regulations to gender equitable manner or in a gender, gender equitable manner. So if guys can go topless, so can women. And that's in Germany? Uh, that's in Berlin, Germany. Okay. The yeah, that is not going to happen here anytime soon. <laughs> no, no, that's not gonna going to happen backward. here. <laughs> Just think of the lines outside the water park. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't imagine how many people be at Columbian Park. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, don't hold your breath. <laughs> We've just opened up a whole new way of making money. Good Goodness. Okay, according to a recent small nationwide survey by Customer Care Measurement and Consulting, consumers are increasingly dissatisfied with the level of assistance they get from customer service departments. (laughs) But at the same time, customers are becoming more irate than ever. (laughs) I can see that. I can't. I mean, if customers are irrationally hostile over things... I can only imagine uh, being, you know, if you're in customer service, you get less and less <laughs> willing to be like energetically happy about helping someone if they're yelling in your face, right? Well, I I I, I think a majority of those are being 
uh, outsourced to overseas. So like customer service. That's the hardest thing. Like, yeah, but usually when you call somewhere, you get an automated thing. Push zero, push one. Do you know what's funny? I'll say this. I have um, uh, recently it was on with one of our local offices and I was irritated because I couldn't wait to get to a person, a real person. And the automated system wasn't giving me my the options that I needed. And I started laughing to myself because I was annoyed with the automated messages. And then I realized I record and voice automated doctor office messages for Boise, Idaho. <laughs> so somewhere in Boise, Idaho, someone's yelling at me. <laughs> Where is this lady Shut at? Shut up. Give me a real person. That's right. I'm tired I am of a her. real person. <laughs> I'm just not there in Boise, Idaho it's right just now. It's recorded. No. Um, no, but I just think, like, there is something going on right now. And maybe it's a shortage of people to do everything. I don't know. But yeah. everybody's so eager to get mad. and um, So it would be hard to be in customer service. Yeah, we were reading something this morning where there's there, there's a whole group of guys who are just not working. Yes. <laughs> you know? I so, know what's that about? You know, was so, it Mike Rowe, the guy that does the dirty, dirty job jobs show. guy? Yeah. And what was the percentage? We should look that up. Seven million prime age men between the ages of twenty five and fifty four are just sitting out. They're not going to go work. They checked out. And say, hey, you know <laughs> like, what? Like, we just don't want to. And Mike Rowe says this is really happening in this country now. It scares me. We've never had so much unrealized opportunity and so little enthusiasm for it. Yeah, that's just crazy, isn't it? Yes, it's going to put us behind. Oh, yeah. Way behind. You know? <laughs> know? What are they doing? That's what I want to know. What are 7 million prime-aged males doing? I mean, I know what they're doing this week. They're watching basketball, but that's, yeah. you know, this isn't a normal <laughs> week, you know, after these couple weeks are done. Are they done, living with their parents? What are they doing? <laughs> I, yeah, they're living at the basement playing Nintendo. I mean... Okay, well, eventually, wow. eventually they're going to go to work, I hope. I don't know. Yeah, you would. That's you, just, uh, that's a big number. How do you pay for your No wonder bills? there's no one in these customer service jobs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go figure, right? Okay, uh, the Daily Star, I don't know, I'm, that's probably an online publication. Uh, there was an online dater from New York City recently uh, blocked a man after he refused to pay extra for cheese on his hamburger. You have to pay extra for that? Apparently I guess in New York you, you do. do. Okay. Uh, Dafina, who's the gal, says she and the man were getting along well during their first and only date when things took a turn for the worse. He ordered the burger and was told by the server that he could add cheese for $3. $3? Well, see, that's a Whoa. I mean, that's, you know, but on the first date, you don't want to say no to $3. I mean, you know, no. it's like a cheapskate. Uh, the man then began complaining about having to pay extra for everything these days. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Zafina okay. says she immediately ditched the guy. He goes, She goes, I just paid the bill and walked out of the restaurant. I texted him. I said, the check is taken care of. We should have gotten the cheese. And I blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible thing to do on a first date. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of those rules. You know, the first date, don't be yourself. <laughs> But you know, it was he making a scene too. That's uh, you, know, you know that's a no 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 matter. Yeah, you can be yourself, but don't be yourself. You, <laughs> you know, you don't let that not, that that one go until like date three or four. You know, until she says she likes you, and then you can you know show the other side of yourself. 
Maybe you should. You know. <laughs> maybe maybe stay home and cook. Next I'm not time. paying that three dollars for the cheeseburger. <laughs> I will pay the fifteen dollars for the hamburger, but not the eighteen for the cheeseburger. Okay, I got a story. Uh, this lady that won a lottery jackpot, and I don't know. She it's a huge lotto payout. Joni is the name given. Asked officials not to use her last name. She's a regular player. The biggest jackpot or payout she ever got before was $500. Not a small deal, but not a big deal. Right. She lives in a town called Caldry, just south of the Wyoming border, and the town has 27 people in it. Wow. This jackpot she won is huge, and she wants to stay anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> He lives in a town of 27 people. You know, come on, Joni. Not going to happen. First off, (laughs) how many Jonies live in a town of 27 people? Yeah, everybody's going to know she is. That's the thing. I think I know like two Jonies in my entire life. (laughs) The lottery official said on their Facebook account, she was still suspicious that the, the whole thing was a scam. So she was pleasantly surprised when she walked into the Fort Collins Claim Center and found out she was really a big winner. Wow. Just didn't want everybody to know who she was. <laughs> Girl, you better move. That's right. <laughs> move to a bigger city like a Tumble, Iowa or something. Because if you don't, hey, I think you're my aunt. <laughs> That's right. Hey, can I borrow a couple bucks? Everybody's going to have their hand out. Hello, Joni. Remember that, Joni? Well, that's it for this week. We'll try to do better next.